today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. The Georgia Senate race leans heavily uh, to John Ossoff, the 33-year-old uh, Democratic candidate uh, running against David Perdue in this runoff. It's it's way too complicated. I, uh, there's not a great TLDR version to lay out for you as to why there's a runoff in the first place. But uh, John Ossoff almost surely is going to win that seat, barring something bizarre. Raphael Warnock, uh, the reverend, defeated Kelly Leffler. That has been done. There's been no concession, of course, from Kelly Leffler. There's two great parts to this that I'll get to after we have reaction to what I think is a repudiation of Donald Trump in Georgia. And I'll lay out some of why that is the case. But reacting this morning, four-time Republican congressman and MSNBC host Joe Scarborough, here's what he said. You know, deep in, you know, deep in your heart, he's a liar. You know, deep in your heart, he's not conservative. He's a cancer on the conservative movement. He's a cancer on the Republican Party. He's tearing it to shreds right now. I warned you. I warned you. Five years. It's happening. He's tearing the Republican Party apart. You think I'm happy about that? You think I want the left wing of the Democratic Party to take over Washington? Well, if you do, you're a fool. You're an idiot, and you haven't listened to anything I've been telling you for the past five years. Because we've gotten to the place where conservatives and the never Trumpers and I have warned you we were going to get to. Okay, so there's Joe Scarborough um, on MSNBC this morning and emotions are going to run high among Republicans. The great thing is the great thing is this is a fantastic moment uh, to observe. um, You know, this is a great study in the human condition to see where uh, where Mike Pence goes today. It's going to be fascinating. Trump will turn on him today. This will happen by 5 p.m. I promise you that. And look, no one's out of the wood yet. There's a bunch of, you know, racist bros running around Washington. I saw the footage bumping into each other. They had nobody to fight, so they started fighting amongst themselves and screaming at each other. I mean, we all have, you know, we've all gotten out. Hey, you know, we, we've all gotten out in college with guys and, and we're like like your roommate or whatever. And your roommate's like, oh, I got a friend coming in from out of town. Or, or, or they bring somebody on like a golf day or something, and you know, you know, half a hole in, like, to, like your drive and the approach shot to the to the first par four, or the first time you're ordering rounds at the at the bar, or the pub on a Friday night, and you're like, oh my god, I wouldn't want to spend another five minutes with this human being under any circumstances. All those dudes were in Washington last night with ball caps and jeans running into each other and the cops like honestly it was some of the footage on uh, online is phenomenal but the u.s democracies survived a lot it does appear it will survive this but will conservatives have a home will republicans have a home where does it all go no better person than our next guest to bring in i'm absolutely thrilled he made time on what surely is a busy day for him he's former republican congressman uh as well former candidate for president a phenomenal podcast uh, which you can find f silencepodcast.com and you can find him on twitter at walsh freedom he is joe walsh joe welcome back to canada you're always welcome across this particular border thanks very much for making the time uh, it's so good to always be with you. Great to be with you today. Big stuff going on in America. 
There really is. I want to get to what what will happen, what is happening, what will happen in D.C. Let me get your first reaction uh, to the Georgia results. Did the national attention and the spotlight and the fact a lot of famous people got involved in in pushing this? uh, And if anything, Donald Trump's behavior post-election may have lost at least one, if not two, of these Senate runoffs. This always, Georgia always goes Republican, always. So... the unprecedented nature of this did trump almost do more damage to his party than help his party the last couple months greg it's 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 the same old song it's it's donald trump from the moment trump became president four years ago uh every single election is about trump uh the 28 elections were all about trump uh three two months ago in november that election was all about Trump. Down in Georgia, it's all about Trump. Nobody gets Democrats out to vote more than Donald Trump. Um, Look, he's got a loyal following, but it's a minority following in this country. Um, But nobody energizes people to come out and vote against him more than Trump. And that's what happened last night. What's in it for the people that are still backing him? What's in it for Ted Cruz? Uh, what's in it for people like that who are uh, who are willing to to play along with this charade? There, you know, Ted Ted's not a stupid man. He knows there's no chance that the electoral college isn't validated. He knows that Mike Pence can't do anything to turn this result around. What's in it for him at this point? Well, see, Greg, and I know these guys, and you're right. You nailed it. Cruz is not a dumb man. He's a smart man. So follow what he and all of these Republicans are going to do today. The Republican Party is screwed, and I still believe, look, as a former lifelong Republican, no matter what happened in Georgia last night, Donald Trump still owns the Republican Party. That's the bet that Cruz and all these other people are making. They want to run for president in 2024. They know to run for president in 2024, you have to kiss Donald Trump's ring because you want his voters. That's the bet that Cruz and all of these other guys are making. It's ugly. It's cynical because what they're doing right now is hurting the country. But Cruz doesn't care about that. He wants to be president. How despondent is a conservative? And, and I, 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 I assume, would, would you still label yourself as a conservative with conservative values, yeah. Joe? So what does a conservative like yourself, like others? We played a clip of Joe Scarborough, four-time uh, you know, congressman who obviously has, yeah. has been to war with Donald Trump in the last... I mean, he's been accused of murdering someone, so it doesn't get more uh, slanderous than that. But what does somebody with economically conservative views, even socially conservative views, what do they do when they say, you know, I, I don't want the crazy, I don't want the insanity, I don't want the QAnon folks? Do they, are they despondent? Is there anywhere they can go? Well, we're we're homeless. So you're right. We're we're politically homeless right now. I am an anti-Trump conservative. Where do I go? I don't have a home in the Republican Party because, Greg, I think, again, I could be wrong, but I think the party is the Trump party now, clearly. Mm -hmm. So people like me, uh, some of us will become Democrats. We'll see how the Democrat Party rules. Some of us will just be political independents. And I think there's a decent chance, Greg, that a third party, a viable third party in America is going to happen sometime soon. I think a big part of what we're seeing in America right now is the end of the two party duopoly 
that we've had uh, for 166 years. The Republican Party is breaking up before our eyes. I, I think that's going to create an opening for a common sense, centrist, conservative party eventually. Joe Walsh is our guest on uh, Global News Radio 900 CHML in Hamilton, 980 CFPL in London, Ontario. I absolutely agree with you because I think, you know, and you know what? People say, oh, that'd be so strange. Really? Would it be as strange as Donald Trump becoming president? Joe, would it be as strange as Ross Perot coming out of nowhere and <laughs> altering the course of history with with about 15 percent? of? And don't, let's not forget in 92, he, he was there and then he dropped out and then he came back. He probably gets more than 14 percent in a lot of those states if he stays consistent and has more backing. What, what all of us have to remember is this. How the hell did a horrible human being like Donald Trump became, become president in 2016? And we need to understand that a very broken political system in America elected him. Uh, look, Trump, Trump lost and he's going to lose and he's going to leave in two or three weeks. But, but our political system is still broken. Um, because it elected a guy like Trump, and he's not going anywhere. And, and we still have, you know, 74 million Americans voted for him. Most of those people, Greg, I'm telling you, they still believe Trump won. I hear from them every day. The problems that we've got are not going to go away. I, I think a lot of Americans are fed up with our political system. So I, I think there's an opportunity now to create something new. So at 50-50, what kind of influence and sway can a Republican Senate have that's going to be probably led, in essence, by Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham as and maybe Mitt Romney, who is not aligned with those two in support of Donald Trump in the last year and a half? If anything, uh, Romney might fall between the middle of Graham and McConnell. Rather, McConnell might fall in the middle of Romney and Graham in, in disavowing Trump and blind support of him. What does the Republican what are the what do the Republicans get accomplished in the Senate as essentially a minority now? I don't think a lot gets done the next four years. And I think that's the fault of the Republicans, because, again, I believe Trump Trump's not going away. Uh, Trump will probably come out in a year and announce he's running for president again. So most of these Republicans then are going to be beholden to Trump and Trumpism. So they're not going to want to help Joe Biden get anything done. Uh, I think Biden's going to make an effort. I think there will be Republicans like Romney who will make an effort. But remember, Greg, in the Senate, you need 60 votes to get anything done. I, I just think there are going to be guys like Cruz and Hawley who are going to be incentivized to stick it to Biden. So I, I see nothing but gridlock for four years. And again, most Americans want some stuff done. So I think that creates an opening mm -hmm. for something different. Joe, what do you see the Democrats doing and what's the impetus for Joe Biden? I, I hear two sides of it from from my friends uh, that lean more left. One is let's tiptoe away from this insanity and govern as best we can. The other is more the Keith Olbermann style. Let's prosecute these SOBs and let's hold them accountable for every single uh, mistruth and every single illegal thing that they've done or they're alleged to have been done. What will happen? What, can, can Joe Biden do the latter um, and, and, and follow through on those things? Well, I'm not, uh, I'm not a Democrat, as you know, but I agree with Oberman on this. 
if and, and I think James Comey came out, shut up, James Comey. Comey came out this morning and said, leave Trump alone. No, if Donald Trump committed crimes, he's got to be gone after. Nobody in America is above the law. Now, when it comes to Biden, Biden's instinct is to work with both sides and bring people together. He's going to get a lot of pressure from people on his left. So he's going to have a tough road to go. I think he'll try to do a lot of things on his own to undo a lot of the things that Trump did, which will please people on the left. But I, I don't think he's going to govern like a, a, a guy on the left because, again, 2024 is right around the corner. And whether Biden runs again or not, uh, you're still going to have Trump out there. So you've got to be thinking about 2024, uh, which, again, tells me that Joe Biden needs mm. to try to get a few things done. The excellent Joe Walsh, our guest. You can follow him on Twitter at Walsh Freedom. I got one more for you, and I'm dying to hear your answer. Some of the headlines that we see are like, come on, can you show some balls here? Here's the CNN headline. Former VP Mike Pence advisor. He's in an impossible <laughs> spot. Yes, because he's a weak-kneed ninny. That's why he's in an impossible spot. He told Donald Trump, you know, I'm going to study until uh, until like 1 a.m. last night is to see whether I can overturn these results. He knows he can't. He's basically a game show host today. But, Joe, does a 61-year-old Mike Pence have a political future on the national stage in the United States of America? What do you say? Look, I know Mike Pence well. I served with Mike Pence. I used to really like Mike Pence. He has become another one of these wussy Republicans who has sold their soul to Donald Trump. All the abuse, Greg, that he's getting from Trump right now, Pence deserves. He deserves all of it. He's in a no-win situation because he cannot stop the inevitable. I think he's going to have to do the right thing, but I think he's going to try to find a way to wiggle around doing the right thing. And in true Pence fashion, he's not going to please anybody, and Trump is still going to dump on him. But look, he deserves this. He made a deal with the devil four years ago. Pence deserves it. Now, before you go, please tell me Kelly Leffler doesn't get a talk show. Joe, please <laughs> tell tell all North Americans that we can't watch the Kelly. Kelly we can't watch the Kelly Leffler show. I don't care what network it's on. We can't watch it. Uh, you can find his podcast, fsilencepodcast.com. Find him on Twitter. He is a phenomenal follow, and he has been active. He has been on it these last several months, these last few years, as a matter of fact. Joe Walsh, uh, love having you on here in Canada. Thanks very much for making the time for me, my friend. I appreciate it. Anytime, my friend. Thank you. All right, Joe Walsh. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter, Walsh Freedom. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.